with you, 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 always with you. Welcome to With You, a podcast meant to share the stories of women across the rugby community, to highlight our connections and our growth, and to delight in a good belly laugh whenever we can. I'm Suze, my pronouns are she, her, and I'll be your host. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back for Season 1, Episode 18 of With You, a women's rugby podcast where I get the absolute pleasure of chatting with Pinto the Bean, or Pinto, when she's feeling fancy. (laughs) Okay, so for real though, Pinto Bean... Pinto the Bean has been playing rugby since 1995. 1995, y'all. I was like seven years old then. I didn't even know rugby existed. Well, for a long time still, but I'm just really impressed with the longevity on her rugby career. And she's still playing, 44 years old, looking finally at, at making a transition to coaching but like we'll see she already had a fake retirement party a few years back which you will hear about towards the end of this episode you will hear a lot of things in this episode that also include taking breaks uh, being saved from a toxic relationship by rugby refinding herself an enormous amount of professional skills gained by running rugby clubs, taking administrative roles. And there's a lot of joy in here too. The joys of a tour, an overseas tour, and meeting people, dropping in on practices when you're out of town. It's cool. All of it. It's everything. This is such a unique, such a different episode than what I've made before. And I love Pinto's energy her enthusiasm and I uh gotta give her a lot of props she's a front row that was a pun (laughs) I gotta give her a lot of props for for giving back and and having the energy and you know really fills me up so I'll let you guys get into it I just want to put a small bug in your ear I definitely, I mentioned this, but I definitely want to get a crew together to go to Savannah in 2022. You want to do that? Holler at your girl. I have contact information in the show notes. And I'm thinking about merch, t-shirts, definitely got to get some jerseys. You know, we'll see what turns out. I got to get through this season first. Keep on churning out these episodes for y'all. So... As usual, thank you all thank you all so much for being here. I really appreciate your listenership, your patronage, if you will. And uh I'm glad you are enjoying this as much as I am. I hope you are at least. I think you are. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy Pinto. She's a freaking treat. Bye. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Can you hear me? Do you need me to, is the volume okay? Yeah, it's good. So welcome to With You. Thank you for coming on Pinto Yes. For, thank you for coming on the show. Um, yeah. I'm really excited to hear about your, your rugby story. Yeah. 
you're you're gonna have the uh what do i want to say like the most longevity of anyone that's really <laughs> exciting and ho um, hopefully a couple more years at least uh playing uh because I'm, I'm hoping to uh make it to the second time they've had a women's division at bingham cup um, okay. I got to play. I got to play in the first uh, women's ever final for Bingham Cup uh, cool. in Amsterdam a few years ago. So I'm hoping that's what I'm hoping to make it to uh, awesome. before I kind of step back and maybe take more of a a coaching role. So cool, cool. Yeah, we all come on those crossroads at some point. Oh yeah. Um, and I I want to hear about how you found rugby in the first place. But first, what are your pronouns? She, her. Cool. Now, how'd you find rugby? <laughs> Accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I went to Northern Illinois University. This is my freshman year. Um, interesting little background. I'm um, like a Filipino-American debutante, like princess type thing. Wow. And I, I guess in my head, I wanted to really revolt. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> at the time, uh, I was planning on doing something. It's called Rice Bowl. It's uh -huh. Uh, Asian um, organizations go to Chicago on like, I believe it's the Friday before um, the Friday of Thanksgiving and they do a flag football tournament. Uh -huh. Needless to say, I'm really not an athlete. <laughs> I was more of a dancer. Mm -hmm. So, but um, someone overheard and said, Hey, you want to play rugby? I'm like, I don't know how to play rugby, um, but I'm thinking about like doing this thing called rice bowl. They're like, perfect. You should come out. It'll be, it'll help prepare you for it. Needless to say, I didn't realize it was going to really not derail, but put me on a completely different path in my life. Um, I never joined the, the Asian club of Ooh. my university after this. Yeah, hold um, on just a second. I just, the audio just dropped out for a oh, second. Oh, no worries. Yeah, so you you were saying, oh, you didn't mean for it to derail. I didn't think it was going to, you know, hey, I'm going to just do some rugby and then I'll do this rice bowl thing and then, you know, follow all the other Asians, I guess. Uh -huh. um, because at the time when I started rugby, mm -hmm. um, we were just practicing. So we didn't have any games. It was back in 1995. Wow. So um, we we didn't have any games. And on the weekends, because NIU, um, Northern Illinois University, um, is like a suitcase school. Every other weekend, people are gone. Mm. So for the first month of school, um, I was being a good Filipino. And I was having my, my cotillion, which is like a debutante ball, mm -hmm. you know, like coming out. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was going home every weekend to prepare for it. I want to say it was like the first month. But um, yeah, after that, I, I left a lot of that life behind me. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I have not looked back and I, I, I love it. I, like yeah. I, I was not an athlete. I'm not an athlete. I, I, whoever found me, I would like to say thank you. I don't know who recruited me. Uh -huh. I don't even know if they stayed with the team that much longer. Yeah. But <clears throat> but you did. Yeah. And yeah. and we were I was a, I ended up being a founding member cuz our first game was in spring of 1996 versus wow. University of Chicago. UFC. Wow. 
Wow. Um, that's, it's brilliant. I mean, I, I'm <clears throat> so interested, like, <laughs> think about in, about what rugby was like back then and thinking getting a group of girls together before there were games. And I, what was it, what was it about rugby that made you want to stay and become so dedicated? Um, uh, it, I don't remember my first practice. I do mm -hmm. remember the first time I actually got to actually tackle somebody. Yeah. Um, I never, up until that moment, I've never felt something that felt so right to do, like completely mm -hmm. in inside me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, I want this feeling. I want to keep this feeling. I, why, why has this not been in my life up to now? Cool. Yeah. So much that... I kind of look down because I'm like, I don't know if I did it right. But I hear the guys that are coaching us, they were on the men's team, go, hey, she hits harder than some of our rookies. Ah. And I was like, and then I kind of like, like looked down and smiled and then went back into the drill and it just, it clicked. It, it felt yeah. like it was the, this piece of my life that had been missing up till then. Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm just like, <laughs> it's such a experience too oh yeah yeah and yeah. like because i had always been taught you know you're you're a girl you wear dresses you walk this way you have what to be happening? this hey you just dropped yeah. out a little bit no worries again okay huh but we're back um awesome but yeah i've been up to then told how to act and be and it was nice to be free. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big turning point in your life, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think it would be. Um, my dad came to my first game in spring of 96. He goes to, he tells me this later, he goes to throw something away. And they're like, no, 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 don't throw anything in there. And they had a keg hidden in a 55 gallon drum. <clears throat> and so then he walks over to the right garbage, throws it away. But he he only has been to two of my games. Mm -hmm. This one, he sees mm -hmm. me tackle a girl who is like well over a foot taller than me. Uh huh. I'm, I'm only 5'1 at the time. I was like maybe like 130. And this uh -huh. girl was like almost twice my size, uh -huh. or at least in my head. Sure. But to him, he's like, uh sees me tackle her and for a lot of my life he's like i don't want you wasting your four years well then it'd be five <laughs> five years of college on on this sport blah 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 and i don't think he realized how much more it gave me yeah um but i'm glad i didn't listen to my dad i love you dad i'm i'm sorry you only saw one game but I, I've, it's been a great, it's been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I mean, I think there's, there's something in there about, um, our parents have ideas of the way that they want us to live and, and spend our time. But yeah. It's hard. It's hard <clears throat> to always communicate what's valuable to us to yeah. back to them, you know, outside of their perspective. So, um, imagine that you got the support you needed from the rugby team. Yeah. And that's, and that's wonderful. And you just kind of find a little bit of middle ground. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
because you don't want to lose your parents or anything like that. But no, they just have no. to kind of know you, you're you're growing up and you're making your own decisions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I said, it, it kind of snowballed into letting me find myself in, yeah, you know, both on the field and off the field. Um, mm-hmm. It's been wonderful. So cool, cool. What what did you what did you learn about yourself? Um. I did take some administrative positions, but I didn't really develop in that administrative role until even further into playing rugby. But uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> I, I realized I didn't have to always follow the norm, followed my heart. Um, I was never really an athlete. I think the only time I played was in high school. I played summer soccer once because my friends were there. I was terrible at it. Yeah, It was horrible. <laughs> um, but I realized, wait, you know, I, I can work out. I can do this. I, I, <clears throat> I didn't have the ball handling skills as other people because I didn't, I didn't play sports. I was always afraid to try Yeah. because I was afraid I would fail. Yeah. And then in the, cause it's a club sport. I'm like, if I tried, tried harder, I would get play more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it re- I really developed as a person, uh, yeah. because of it. Yeah. There was something about the rugby club that allowed you to take risks. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I felt like it was a safe environment. Um, I felt I could be myself, you know, Heck yeah. <laughs> and I, Heck yeah, man. And, Me too. and I feel like sometimes there was things I could say in the rugby community that you can't, that kind of go against the societal norms. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I, I think it's a lot harder now. Uh, to be politically correct, like such as some of the rugby songs, um, yeah. a lot of them very not great. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty rough. They're definitely pretty rough. And and back then it was even it was even freer mm-hmm. <clears throat> to to sing some of those songs. But I understand, you know, there's there's a time that comes that maybe some of the verses and songs not so great. Sure, but yeah. Well, there's a, there's a process of learning things that are like harmful and then kind yeah. of adapting to them. But I don't know. I imagine it was like this back then, but just that the club was like pretty open and accepting, even though oh, yeah. there's yeah. like some like the rugby song culture isn't <clears throat> particularly, <laughs> particularly uh, inclusive. But well, it's I, not. It's just like kind of. Yeah. Um, but it but was the people great. aren't like that. No, and the and the social aspect also. I, I, you meet so many people from all different walks, and we all have this common goal, you know. Because mm-hmm. of the friends I've met over the years, <clears throat> I've been to Ireland, Amsterdam. Cool. Yeah. Um, every time I go on a trip, it's somehow connected to rugby. Yep. Like I'm going on a road trip uh, at the end of this summer and I'm meeting someone in Vermont. I wanted to, oh, uh, when I go to the Can-Ams, I'm going to actually run in a couple people. I, Is that I'm just going to, Yeah. Yeah, I have some friends going <clears throat> to Saranac too. Uh, actually, I'm going to meet up with Katie Hunzinger there because nice. I know she's going to be refereeing there, hopefully. Uh, but it's uh, interesting because, you know, every it's, it's a, the way that I put it, it's like a small big world or a big small world but mm-hmm. just the people that we cross paths 
Yeah, so. we're all really, really interconnected. Um, <clears throat> it's pretty brilliant, especially the way we ended up in this community is because we share these like values, like these yeah. similar values, and and the uh, all the camaraderie and the the team, the team dynamics of like coming together to accomplish a goal. Yeah. So, and yeah. they're very welcoming. I've uh, a lot of times, like I said, I do, I've done road trips. I did a one road trip because I'm trying to hit all 50 States before I turn 50. Heck yeah. <laughs> and I, love um, I, after I went to uh, a spring break trip, we went to started at uh, Nash bash, uh-huh. ended up South Carolina, uh, meeting up with a couple people I met because of Bingham Cup. Mm-hmm. Got to practice uh, with their rugby team there. And nice. then a couple a day or so later, I got to practice with a team out in uh, Raleigh. Nice. Um, and later that, uh, that following summer, I ended up practicing with a team in Ottawa, a men's team, because I couldn't, I couldn't meet up with a women's team. It just, and it's so welcoming. Like even mm-hmm. when I went, I was like, "Here, I'm grateful that you're letting us, you know, practice, letting me practice with you." I yeah. would even give them a gift, like, "Hey, here's some koozies. Here's this," because yeah. it's there uh, every time. It's been very welcoming, I, and sure. um, I think I'm going to keep doing that because it's it makes the trip even more individual cool. and special. Yeah, it gives you. Well, I think some of my favorite moments traveling are when I get to talk to people, like to new people and just kind of know about them. And showing up to rugby practice is like immediately like a group full of people who who you can connect with and, oh, and yeah. know a little bit about their lives. Because we're all specific things about us that can be really interesting. And yeah, I think, well, I mean, I guess that's why I'm in this podcast space, too, is just because I love hearing everybody's stories. And, oh, uh, yeah. Accidentally finding rugby is a... Uh, Good. <laughs> I'm pretty great. Tell me who nicknamed you. How did you become Pinto the Bean? Um, actually, it, I've had it since I was 15. I'm 44. Oh, this is a pre-rugby thing. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It, uh, yeah. I got it in high school. I think this one guy was naming off items off of the Taco Bell menu. Uh-huh. And then came across Pintos and Cheese. And I'm I'm like this little... I think freshman or sophomore, he's like, pintos and cheese, pinto bean. And that's how it stuck. <clears throat> but okay. sometimes, I, sometimes I lie to people and say that, you know, I'm fast like a pinto horse. Nope, not true. I'm, I'm forward <laughs> all day. Um, yeah. Or I say that, um, you know, you my fart because of like pin, the pinto the car the pinto car <laughs> okay is if you hit the rear end of the car because the gas tank was back there uh, okay it explodes <laughs> <clears throat> but the reason why it followed me into college there were two other people who had the same first name as me and i was like um you can call me uh pinto if you want so luckily i didn't get it because of something stupid i yeah. did because I remember I, I gave a, a rookie, like it was like a year or two after mm. the team had started at NIU. <clears throat> I gave her the name nickname Pisser because she couldn't find the toilet um, when we were on a road trip. And I was guiding her. Like I guided her to the toilet and I saw her shift. I was like, no, 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 no. Tried to guide <laughs> her to the to the, the tub. No, uh-huh. no, 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 no. She could, and 
I go back yeah. and check and she's pissed between the tub and the toilet. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? At her um, rookie night, I gave her a toilet, uh, toilet seat to wear and I put down the name pisser on it. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, your nickname didn't come in an embarrassing way. It was just something. A silly. lot of people, a lot of people get them in embarrassing ways. So oh, I'm yeah. glad that I, a rarity, I actually gave myself a nickname, and that's not normally how it goes. Sure, sure. sure. But when you you're just on came a, along with it, <clears throat> when you're on a team of rookies, um, they yeah, we're all yes. on the same level. Mm-hmm. You Another, had a lot of you had a lot of hand in like establishing or. Yeah. fostering like rugby culture there because it was so fresh yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah that that's uh my uh i think some of what pushed me forward to, to really loving it is after my first year i was like uh, i want to still do rugby and for some reason mm-hmm. i thought this is when i was younger and a little bit fitter and then i mm-hmm. tried to do sevens mm-hmm. so i would drive from northern to play with a team, um, UIC, I don't even know how I found out University of Illinois in Chicago had a seventh team. I was like, I'll play with you, but I would drive a couple times a week into Chicago from yeah. DeKalb, which is about an hour and a half out, and that's with traffic being good. <laughs> yeah, that's a long drive. Yeah, so I would drive out. So my first summer, I was driving back and forth, or maybe my second summer, I could be wrong about that. But mm-hmm. um, I would drive out there for sevens and mm-hmm. I ended up meeting, I think he was very influential to me. And this is kind of like, um, cause he passed away recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a little emotional about it, but yeah. his name was Jack Cushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he <laughs> snuck me into my first bar mm-hmm. <laughs> at like 18th, or 19, because um, we were going to a, a coaching clinic. I, I had no idea what I was doing at the coaching clinic, but I-, I Yeah, but I you first were like, co- this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, this is a great idea. Um, mm-hmm. But I highly suggest it if you're, if you want to learn more about it, about it conceptually, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, coaching clinics and referee, especially mm-hmm. referee. Referee you, will change your game. <clears throat> oh yeah. And yeah eat it all up. I just, it was great. I love that. And so mm-hmm. uh, he, he kind of planted that seed in me because he had such um, a, an influence on me that I was like, yeah. I, I just really love rugby and I, I want to share this with anybody I could. So I think he's kind of one of the reasons why I, yeah. I stuck with it. His passing made me think about how can I give back even more? And so I'm hoping to go I've, I've done coaching before, but I, I really want to, uh, I, I think I want to shoot for like coaching high school, yeah. middle school again. Cool. Yeah. No, or high school for sure I've done, but I haven't done middle school. Mm-hmm. And so maybe if I can get some girls noticing, oh, wait, that's a, a female coach. Yeah. Oh, wait, girls can rugby too? Heck and yeah, so, they can. That's what I'm hoping is to to influence some more um, some youth at an earlier mm-hmm. yeah at an earlier level mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's very easy for for guys to transition over to playing because they have football even though they have to unfootball themselves sure um, sure some 
Well, and also just that it's <clears throat> so much more uh, accessible. Like, you, it's so much more visible to see men being aggressive the way that women get to be aggressive as well in rugby. So I think yeah. there's um, some sort of, like, war, a little bit of work, you know, and visibility we can help to create to, so that girls know that they can play aggressive sports as well and that it's, a, yeah. it's normal. Like, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. And, yeah. and, and I'm hoping to get them to understand, you know, it's maybe um, it's the experience. It's not always the win. It's I, and right. put something positive yep. to them. It's the growth inside <clears throat> of it, you yeah. know, and then you can win. Of course, it's great to yeah. win, but um, the moments, a, a lot of people I've talked to here just come back to, and I do too, like that there are these really beautiful moments that you can remember from games, from practice oh, yeah. and stuff. And it's not all uh, that you won or lost. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's the collective, you know, you win together, you lose together. Mm -hmm. The, I, I'm a firm believer that um, stronger teams have connections off of the mm -hmm. field. Their and family. so whenever, whenever I, I coach girls, I'm like, Hey, in the off season, do stuff with your teammates, get to know yeah. them. Yep. When you're like to the point where I, I know so-and-so's so mom or yeah. so-and-so's um, father just passed away. Like those things that, you know, are, are more than just the sport itself, but like mm -hmm. everything. That it connects just, us. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I've been to so many weddings. Yeah. Of, played with, played mm -hmm. against. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a beautiful thing. It is. So. It really is. There's a lot of uh, a lot of love, a lot of love in the rugby community. Oh have. yeah, and, and you're rugby, totally right. I've seen the best, like <clears throat> the best teams are friends, or they at least been they've known each other for a long time, even if they're not specific, like super close. They have they know personal things about each other, and they care. They care for one another in yeah. a real way. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, you know, I they, love that. They go to bat for each other. That's it's yep. one of those things that. Like, uh, it's, it's great. And, uh, it's, it's those things that I, you know, they didn't have the word FOMO when, when the, the acronym FOMO <laughs> no, when I was younger, but no, <laughs> no, but it's, there's, there's times like you, you would have those things. You're like, I, I don't want to be the first to leave because something fun's going to happen and I'm going to miss it. And, uh -huh. And you know that you wanted to stay and almost so we're like at this bar or, uh -huh. or something, but it's been great. Yeah. It's been great to feel so connected. So I know yeah. there was, um, you played and <clears throat> there was a little bit of time that you stepped away from rugby, right? Yeah. 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 Um, what brought, what happened? Uh, I got into a really bad relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, cause I, I took some, I just was kind of burnt out and I didn't like the direction the team was going. Sure. Um, Valid. And so, or, or in myself, I might've been in, in my personal life where it just didn't fit in. So yeah. I think I was playing for like two or three, no, probably three years. Cause I want to say it was like in between my junior senior year, mm -hmm. I took some time off. And during that time I got into a relationship where is very dependent and um, it was very not healthy. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, I was like, mm, 
will this person care if I drove my car off of the highway into a tree and it burst into flames? It was, it was that bad. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That's so, awful. But you know, I, I also grew, grew from it and I, I know I never want to feel that way again. And sure. I've never been in a relationship uh, that was that controlling. Yeah. But, um, I was, I went to an alumni game. It was like, uh, the second or third time we ever had one, uh-huh. maybe second. Yeah. Because we were, it was so, so we're, our team was in such an infancy and You're a freaking pioneer, man. <laughs> I've never, I've never been a rookie. That's an interesting thing, but I'll go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, you know, you're a rugby player. Cause there's mm-hmm. a difference between a rugby player and a person who plays rugby. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a rugby player when you, you leave your cleats in the car just in case something may happen mm-hmm. where you need to play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My friend, Jamie Johnson, she didn't know what I was going through at the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. but she said, I know your cleats are in your trunk. You bring, bring your boots out, play five minutes in the alumni game. It'll be good. Yeah. And uh, I was like, uh, you're right. I do have him in my car. I'll, I'll put them on. <laughs> called uh, out. <laughs> you I, called I put them on and I only played for five minutes because mm. um, the game ended because I think an alumni ended up Uh-oh. like breaking something. But in that little five minutes, uh, I actually got a good run with the ball and actually, sc- I believe, scored a try. And I normally wow. don't. Sure. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I uh, I was after I left. I'm like, that felt really good. I haven't felt that good about myself in a long time. Yeah. And so my friend, actually, this might have been closer to after. No, it, it was not that alumni. That alumni game wasn't until already been close to graduating I believe or graduated so it was a bit further yeah um so she's like come play with my team that's in St. Charles Mm -hmm. I was like oh okay I'll I'll play with your team and she helped get me out of this bad relationship she didn't know that at the time sure um because two weeks later I went to a practice with the Fox Valley Vixens in St. Charles. And mm-hmm. um, a few weeks later, my sister was helping me grab all my stuff from his place and I left him, I didn't turn back. Um, wow. And uh, had happened and I was like, I'm glad to be out of this. This is a new, this is a new phase of my life and I don't, I don't need that negativity. I don't need to someone to put me where I felt like I was not worthy of anything, so. Yeah, for sure. What a Man. what a blessing the fate <clears throat> brought you. Yeah, it brought you back. So yeah, and uh, played with the Fox Valley Vixens once again. I was everybody was it was a new team. I was I was a rookie, and everybody else were rookies. So I never I never you got know. to actually be because <laughs> when you found a team, you you don't you're not a rookie. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no everybody's yet. Everybody's at the same uh, level. Sure, sure. And, and I got, 
prompted you into administrative role as well, right? Oh, yeah, because they're like, oh, you have experience. Uh -huh. I ended up um, eventually holding the position of of treasurer for Fox uh -huh. Valley, and it was actually a dual. It was kind of like an umbrella club, men's and women's. Uh huh. So I was a treasurer of both. I ended up, uh, because of my association with them, I got to do the first thing that uh, – I highly suggest if you ever get a chance to actually go on a tour, a true mm. rugby tour. I didn't get to play. Fuck, I want to do that so bad. It, you know what? It It's still in my top like three or five things I've ever done with rugby. Uh-huh. But it is, it is, it's mm -hmm. amazing how much you love being with these people for 17 days. And then at the end, you're like, I can't stand you guys. And then when you're gone, <laughs> From them for two days you're like i miss it's them like but it was amazing we went to wales scotland ireland france and england wow. i didn't get to play mm -hmm. um but um because we didn't have enough women that went but it was yeah. it was amazing like yeah to experience and that actually kind of boosted my um love for traveling i, yeah. I absolutely this COVID stuff has killed me because oh my god, like same. I would be the moment I'm done, I'm traveling, even while I'm traveling, it might be the first or second day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where am I going to go to next? Yeah. I want to experience everything. Yeah, I wonder, have you gone to the practices overseas too? Did did you guys do that kind of stuff? Um, I have not gone to a practice overseas, uh -huh. but you've um, been to some clubs around the states just hopped in and out of some practices yeah i didn't start doing that until about the last like three or four years but i did play in um amsterdam for bingham cup for the uh, -huh. uh it was crazy because we were just the um bingham barbarians it was a bunch of hodgepodge of people but collectively we had so much experience oh yeah <clears throat> and that was yeah it was great um um, out of South Carolina, there was uh, Megan and Amy. They were great. Thank mm -hmm. you, Megan, because she was the one who kind of organized us together and uh, got to borrow the Charleston Blockades jerseys cool. to play. And yeah. literally, we had only played with each other maybe 24 hours. I think maybe they, they might have practiced a, a little earlier because you get practice time along with the tournament fees. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, we made it to the finals, uh, and, cool. and the, the other team was Amsterdam was like, we're going to pull everybody from around here. That's really good. And put them all on one team. <laughs> <clears throat> and we were like, we were like farting around. We didn't think anything was going to actually happen, but it was great. Um, so, uh, and that was the first time they ever had a women's division in, mm -hmm that tournament. Um, that tournament's been going around for a long time. I know somebody else that's been on here mentioned it. Um, it is probably one of the best well-run, you know, yeah. non-professional tournaments. Yeah. Uh, sh shameless plug, next one's going to be in Ottawa, hopefully 2022. Cool. cool. But uh, you can plug yeah. it. Yeah, I would love to get. Like, <clears throat> I want to get an old girls team, like a with you old girls team together, <laughs> to go to uh, Savannah. 
next oh, year. That's definitely. I'm down. Works. I have it. Yeah. I've done a lot of things. There's a few things on my list. I've is Savannah one of them? Savannah, oh. I've never done, and yeah, I've never go. gone to Hong Kong mm. to see sevens. The yeah. Hong Kong sevens. I'm loving how much like traveling and rugbying and touring and stuff that you've done because I'm looking at my post competitive years too and feeling oh, like yeah. I want to play again, but it's just got to be social. And that doesn't mean it can't be like so much fun and so fulfilling, but I'm down for Savannah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Put me down. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to find an Airbnb rental here pretty soon. Like reserve a huge ass house. <laughs> <laughs> So this is so wild that you've founded a couple, like you've helped really found and organize a couple teams. And um, how, how do you think doing both things has like taught you things about yourself, but also made you understand your role in, in the rugby clubs? Um, I've held pretty much every I've done every role from president vice president I think the two that I really liked the most is treasurer oddly enough um yeah but you're an, <laughs> you're an odd duck if you like can't like bugging people for dues <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. did yeah. you see that person they ran the fastest they've ever ran <laughs> um and then match secretary I really think um mm, I liked being match, match sec too I feel like you're the voice, the face, um, mm -hmm. even good or bad, like from having to say, you know, hi, we only have like 10 people. Sorry. Sure. Uh, to, you know, when it's league and you're like, we only have 12. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a forfeit. Will you still play us? Um, yeah. We just want to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I liked those two positions a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then oddly enough, because of my experiences with all that, I actually went into educational administration. I'm not using it right now, yeah. but I I ended up also following um, an endorsement in finance. Cool for school finance. Um, yeah. And right now, with the way things are, I'm like I'm safer in the classroom than administratively right now. Mm. So that's why I haven't really followed it, but. Um, when I'd work on stuff there, they're like, how are you able to turn over some of this stuff so fast? I'm like, you don't realize the stuff I had got thrown at me so last minute in rugby. It was like, sure. I was able to approach things differently and uh, it really helped me develop administratively. It's an unseen thing that we don't really think about, I think. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, from how to, to deal with things diplomatically to mm -hmm. um, how to do press on good things as well as bad things that might happen with the club sure. um, to how to promote yeah. to recruit. how to recruit mm -hmm. um, what things have worked, what things haven't worked to mm -hmm. fundraising. fundraising. There's so much that, uh, if you're a player, if you haven't tried to do something administratively, you don't understand the club enough because yeah. you need those. In order for us to do things on the field, there's the people that are behind the scenes. And and if you're also willing to do something that's very thankless, yeah. next to coaching, it's like very, I, I actually, I feel like coaches at least get a little bit more than like, yeah. but you need that, you need your, that executive board, uh -huh. um, you know, making those uh -huh. decisions. Um I think 
bubble of like the community and like the connectedness oh, that yeah. we get from rugby too. Oh, because yeah. um, I, I think most people, especially most women who end up on a rugby team seriously do have leadership, do end up taking leadership roles. And it kind of just, it's like playing different positions. It gives you some insight into what other people are going through and um, gives you a little bit of humble and gives you a little bit of tenacity. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting to see where it's at, um, especially um, in the in these times. You know, it's um, made me miss rugby even more. Um, yeah. So yeah, tell me how you. Tr- um. Yeah. Uh, I was because I was I wanted to finish getting this other endorsement and I needed to take some time for myself. So I'm like. Now is a good time. I, I want to say I think I was like 40. Yeah, I was 40. Mm-hmm. I didn't even celebrate my 40th birthday. <laughs> I celebrated my retirement because it was like April 15th. Um, a bunch of my former teammates came. Um, anybody, like it, w- it was an amazing party. We did like a pub crawl afterwards. Cool. But uh, the most amazing thing and um, look, Evelyn, you know, um, she's actually who connected us. Um, So I always told myself when I was done, I would take my like cleats off and throw them over the uprights and um, like as a symbol, you know, hey. But um, she, her mom owns a horse stable and they brought a mini pony that they sprinkled purple glitter all over and put a unicorn horn and so they all dragged me over so I could take pictures with this. Oh my god. And gosh. I'm there bawling my eyes. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'm like, it's for you brought this for me. And I know it wasn't a real unicorn, but it was really cool. Yeah. Um Close especially because like it's like this mini pony I'm like taller than it's so cute. Uh-huh. Um and then someone goes, hey there's some people that would like to play with you one last time and I turned over mm-hmm. and in the half field are all my friends that that came to watch and they're there some like don't even have shoes on because they weren't expecting to play yeah and we played like a third like social game and it was so Aww. much fun but then then I'm like waterworks are even more uh-huh and um it was it was it was very, that's probably one of the things that are up there in my like top five yeah. um, things. It's a beautiful it was, moment. Oh yeah. I was like, oh God, you guys really wanted to make me cry hard, didn't yeah. you? I'm well, like, they love you, you know? yeah. they appreciate you. That's the, that's so, the kick, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to do like a Favre thing and have another retirement because I don't <laughs> want to tarnish the work that was put into there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I will always be around. I may not be able to be in a playing role, but yeah. I, I know I'm going to be out either coaching, administrative, mm-hmm. something. Um, I know I'll always be around it because yeah, I, I feel like I, I have so much I want to give because mm-hmm. – there was a time in my life where this this might not have happened. And so yeah. everything that I've done from then is what can I do to show my appreciation for this sport? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful the way that rugby 
that relationship oh, and yeah. gave you a place to be yourself and to heal. And yeah, I mean, thank you for sharing that. That's, oh yeah, no, it, no, it's yeah, it's a lot, but also it's so valuable. And I know there's people out there that have also gone through similar, similar bits of of loss because it can't it can be you know yeah that way and and that rugby has really saved them I know it's happened with me and uh but also just the whole way through I love how much energy you have to give back and even thinking now about not being a player anymore and wanting to coach is giving back and gosh we just have something so special here that like the rugby community continues to have new roles for oh Um, yeah we don't become useless in rugby no, at any given point no. you know there's no there's no time out there's no uh yeah and, and it's 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 okay to take breaks too like mm-hmm. sometimes people don't realize that you you do need that uh time for yourself to to like I, when i talk about the breaks the one was like in college i think it was like towards the end of my college uh years before i got my went into a master's program and then yeah. the second one was um within my team i just needed to focus on finishing my my i attempted a master's the first time didn't pass go go through the second time i did had to take some time away from my club and then um i finished an endorsement and that took me away for a little bit i was sort of involved and then unfortunately covid made me take more of a break than i had ever wanted for sure (laughs) um so some were on my accord some were um some higher power thought, you know, <laughs> let's, let's a break. But you know what? I would Yeah, I mean, you're right, through. though. It's absolutely necessary for us to take breaks sometimes. And that doesn't mean you stop, like, being a rugby player, being part of the community, or that you can't come back once you've yeah. taken care of what you need to. Um, it's it. I wouldn't have gotten through COVID without the teammates that I got really a lot closer to preach girl. Um, like I, I, I took up a lot of hiking because I just mm. needed to get out of my house and my walls. Mm. And um, my boyfriend who I found through rugby as well. Nice. Um, like I, I wouldn't have gotten through it without them. Yeah. And, and the hope that rugby will return, which sure. I, <laughs> I missed it so much. I committed to playing sevens. <laughs> oh girl, Uh-oh. you are like forty-four, and you're gonna play sevens. <laughs> I was literally thinking about that the other day. I'm only thirty-two. I'm about to turn thirty-three. I haven't played for a couple. I'm like, yeah, maybe I could go to sevens. But I remember going to sevens practices when I was fit. I would die. Oh, what yeah. am I gonna? What would I do with myself now? <laughs> well, I my mean, hope like, is I got thirty seconds in me. Just thirty seconds. I'm, I'm hoping it'll get me to a better shape for less round of a shape for when I start (laughs) 15. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's fair. We'll kick your butt and uh, it'll be fun. It's just like, once you get past the the suffering. (laughs) Um, One of the, you know, sometimes you you think self-preservation. So I'm thinking back of when I first started playing sevens. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the times um, in sevens, uh, this is probably like in the 90s, mm-hmm. 
I got somehow got squared up. I don't know if you know who Farrah Knight is, or Phaedra Knight, sorry, not Farrah. Yeah, Phaedra. yep. Um, she was playing, I believe, with the Wisconsin team. I saw her coming at me. First time I ever said, oh, lay, because to her high knees, I was like, I'm going to lose my face if I try to tackle her. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, lay. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not crazy. I want to continue to play. <laughs> So I, I'm like, and then when I found out that she got put into the Hall of Fame, I was like, oh, yep. I'm glad I did that. That, I am, that is the, 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 the That was the best decision I could make that day. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm not ashamed. ashamed. <laughs> I was like, dude. Sometimes I, you got to know your strengths and own them. And oh. sometimes you got to like realize where you're not. Yeah. Yep. That's but yeah. Really um, yeah. <laughs> I was young and dumb, but I was not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, not quite that reckless. You know what? You haven't told. I know you said you're in the pack, but do you have a spot, a specific spot you love to play? Um, I like play? one, two, or three. Put me wherever you want to okay. put me. Um, I think nice. home at mm -hmm. in the at uh, number two. Yeah. I really feel at home there. She's a hooker. Um, I love you hooking can, too. I you could get away with so much stuff there, dude. Yes, I remember. I haven't hooked that much, but there was a Glendale WPL game I hooked in, and uh, I just like kept my foot up for a while until the ref told me. Yeah, and, uh, you, made the you other, played the whistle, it, and it made the other hooker really mad and got her like out of her own zone. And I was like, "Well, got you," mm -mm. you know. But my favorite oh, playing oh. that position when I do alumni games; those are mm -hmm. actually my favorite because you could get away with so much more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, uh, you. Speaking of, if you have like a very cohesive scrum, my mm -hmm. favorite is when you're able to push the ball into the try line as a team. Oh my god! It's, Those it's are that's like a best. chills moment. Oh my gosh, that feeling that you're you're the entire pack is is the reason why that try yep. happened. Yep, and, and you're it, like that's one magical. Unit. It is so magical. Oh. Give me some chills, man. Yeah. No, it's like, but it, it, it doesn't happen all the time. But mm -mm. when your your team is at that point where you can do that, it's it's so cool. Yeah. Something special for sure. For sure. Hey, so let me, you mentioned that you've planned some really big, like, union, or re, excuse me, some big reunion and anniversary events. I wonder if there's any big highlights or like a few moments that you would like to share about that? Um, yeah, I've actually do the 25th anniversary for uh, NAUWRC, uh, Northern Illinois University. Wow. So, um, and I made a claim, I, I made a claim that day, the first time we had, I can't remember, I think it's like 2016, mm -hmm. could be wrong about the year, but I made a claim, I'm like, we are gonna, we're going to, start establishing something where we could do maybe scholarships and help out the team and, and make this happen. And I was, I was, I was talking out my butt at that time. I was, I didn't <laughs> know how I was going to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to the men's 50th. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to say they're 1976 is there mm -hmm. the one they started. I could be wrong about that too. Mm -hmm. I can't, mm -hmm. I don't know off the top of my head, but um, they've been around quite a bit longer than us and 
they wanted help to organize their 50th. And I was like, sure, I'll help because I, I, I did the 25th. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I'll take some of the elements I know from there and bring it to this. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, yeah, sure. And so um, lo and behold, because of those connections, uh, we created uh, NIRA, which is Northern Illinois Rugby Alumni Association. And just before COVID hit, I want to say it was either the first or the second year we were able to give out, actually no first year, we were able to give out $500 scholarships um, to players, um, one for like an incoming player, uh, yeah. one for like longevity, um, oh. another one for like um, someone who served on the executive board. And yeah. we were able to give up to four $500 um, scholarships, scholarships for for the men and, and, and the same for the women. Cool. And so it's been really cool how much it's, uh, it's grown. Um, I think we're the only one in Illinois that gives something like that. I want to say Southern Illinois university uh, does something for, if you go into like ref you can mm -hmm. get uh, reimbursed for, um, for, for getting that endorsement. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's so cool that um, you were like just talking trash somehow ended yeah. up making it happen. And uh, that's, that's amazing. I'm sure that that money has <laughs> and it's, um, and yeah, that's so yeah, amazing. And we've, actually been, we've been actually able to help support them. And right now they need it even more because uh, I feel with everything that happened with COVID and a lot of people a lot of clubs that was my biggest concern was um even my my personal club i was like i hope that we're able to get through this i'm like i that not yeah, only is covid and, and and be able to like come out of this because i guarantee that there's some clubs that aren't going to come out of covid right as much as it because the sucks. finances are gone, done and uh and pe people yeah. start people or they yeah, have i totally think you're right or or they have babies <laughs> yeah. I have, we've had, I'm happy because they're possibly future ruggers with us. Yeah. But, um, but it right changes now, the landscape of holding a club together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there, I found out that uh, NIU is definitely on a rebuild almost to where they have uh, little to no players returning back. So uh, that's my next thing to help with is, is getting them back on track. And uh, we uh, do bless have you. A, a current uh, current um, player slash student that's uh, taking the helms with that. I'm going to help oversee that cool. with another alumni and a few. Yeah. I, it's amazing when I put it out there, I kind of did an all call to all the alumni to mm -hmm. let them know where we were at. And I recently got to send uh, a follow-up one saying that, you know, our finances are good. Endings with the school, the school we is still going to give the club some money. We yeah. just need bodies. Yeah. Um, so that's in because the yeah. collegiate landscape is changing through COVID. Oh, yeah. You know, like less, or like way down. I don't know the specifics, but I've heard a bit of news about that. And just the landscape of college changing because college landscapes are changing. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I see that a lot as a teacher because I feel mm. like a lot of students, um, don't want to incur the the cost of college. Sure, sure. I mean, 
Um, and actually, that was one of the hardest things. And I don't, that's the reason why I'm trying to push to help that team come back is because, mm -hmm. one, I want to give back to where it all started. And I know that there's other teammates or former members that feel the same way. But yeah. I've I've also been on the uh, on the, the 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 end of a club where I was the last one. There, I was with a club that had money, had jerseys, had support of a men's club, and I was the last one holding the bag. Um, yeah. And that was probably one of the worst times in my life. Was it's when I had to, to say we can't. However, fast forward to like four something years or more later. I planted the seed to a girl that I used to coach her and a few of these girls that I coached back in their high school, they were uh -huh. coming back from it and they wanted a team in the area and yeah. they survived past the two years team, um, wow. the Fox Valley Vixens and yeah. they're still going strong. Um, See, I'm so <laughs> maybe just needed a break. Like we all do. <laughs> and that's what I'm hoping. I'm, I'm trying to look at it as a positive thing. Maybe, um, this the people that uh didn't maybe we can revive that energy and and the fact that these this, the players that'll come this year since it'll be almost no one they're yeah. all starting at the same level so they will sure. all be considered like rookie a rookie class again. together yeah and yeah so yeah so then i'm thinking that that maybe this is something that could build a foundation that they could build from and sure sometimes a restart a, a restart is not not as i have to look at it positively because um if you just think of it like oh this is where the team used to be this is no we're, we're building from here and it's all yeah. new memories and they're all having shared experiences so that's yeah. gonna be i i can't wait because um at least they're not going to go through the heartache i had when I closed up the team uh, um, yeah, was I'm really, sure. uh, but you know, one door closed and that's how I found the Morgans and that's how, how come they're getting stuck with me this long. Sure. Cool. <laughs> See, so there you go. You got something good out of it. Yeah. We just need to, we need to transform a little bit sometimes become something new. What a and, fucking awesome diverse <laughs> rugby life you've had. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so awesome to hear about all of it. During one of my breaks, I want to kind of shout out to the Chicago Dragons. Um, they're um, an all-inclusive men's team in Chicago. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. I, when I took a break, I, I, I had to regroup and find myself. Um, mm -hmm. They had a lot of the elements of what I loved about rugby when I first was drawn to it, and they still do. Mm -hmm. um, and because of a lot of the members of that club, it helped bring me, revive me to come back after one of my, um, one of my breaks. And I want to say thank you to the ice because they're like my second family next to the Morgan. So, Wonderful. yeah. Um, but so I, I don't know if this is a glory moment or a funny moment. You said that it was possibly both. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get both, but also we'll let the list else. <laughs> um, compensated for your age on the rugby field <laughs> yes sometimes you know understanding the sport and knowing things um and being aware of your surroundings uh sometimes uh plays to your benefit especially <laughs> as you get older um but this was a game um I, I believe it was against the sirens 
um, Chicago Sirens. Um, but uh, I was in a mall and I was holding up the person with the ball. Yeah. And I could see her back was turned to their tri zone. Uh -huh. So she couldn't see where the tri zone was. And so I'm holding her up from the front. And so if you kind of, when you're holding a mall and you squat a little, sometimes the officer will blow it up and put it in your favor. And I was like, uh, let's see what I could do with this. So um, my other teammate is holding her up on the backside so she can't see where the tri zone is. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, I uh, see if this actually works. And I, I whisper in her ear, you're in, you're in. <laughs> so she thinks she's in the tri zone and she's about five meters away from the tri zone. And my teammate and I have like this conversation, silent conversation with just her eyes. Mm -hmm. She's like, I know you didn't. I said, yeah, I did. She's like, I know you didn't. I'm like, I don't <laughs> think this is gonna work. And in our eyes, we're having this conversation. I don't think that's gonna work either. And then lo and behold, the person with the ball pulls it down, thinking that she's got to try, comes up, she's like, I was nowhere near it. <laughs> and at this time, I'm already up and moved away because I didn't oh. want them to figure out it was me. But I looked at my teammate that we had this silent conversation with her eyes. She goes, um, her name was Val, love ya, Val. Val goes, I, go, I looked at her, I'm like, I can't believe that works. She goes, I can't believe that worked either. Let's just keep walking. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to the siren that I did that to. I didn't think it was gonna work, uh, but today it's still one of my favorite uh, things I've ever like, actually got away with in rugby. But once again, <laughs> go to referee coaches, go to coaching <laughs> courses, learn some stuff. Sometimes Don't you can Don't get tricked uh, by Pinto the Bean. That is the uh, whole Right <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is beautiful and uh thank you very much for doing this this is this oh, is awesome and, so and if there's any subject that i covered that you're like i want to go more in depth on feel free to reach out to me i would love to share more it's it's yeah. great and um for those of you who are like I'm 25. Uh, I'm too old for this. I'm going to retire. I'm playing. I'm 44 still playing. You can still play too. The only barrier you have is whether or not you want to step on the field. And if you're not, that's fine. Find a way to give back. Coaching, refereeing, um, anything. Administratively, yeah, there are ways to... For your team. Yes. yes. Fundraising. There's... Uh, you know, we need them all because it, it takes us all to do it so but that's the biggest thing i have out of this um yeah, thank you so thank much you very i know much we good. definitely scratch the surface and oh yeah definitely it's a fall season it's just a good little another creative process for me of like i want to do it and volunteering to come on again love this i love this conversation oh good I hope yeah. to meet you in person. Um, maybe before Savannah would be awesome. <laughs> That's okay. You want to make a rugby? But I'm tour? saying that when you when you have the the rugby thing, go out to Savannah. Count me in. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. Make it happen. <laughs> happen. 
we're getting there about the time to start organizing. I've been talking about this for a while and I'm stoked for it. So. All right. Well, you have a wonderful Thank you. day. Yes. Thank you very, very I much. Thank you so much. Enjoy your summer. Thank you. These little kids, how to be people. Yes. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Click subscribe to get new episode notifications the day they drop and never miss a show. Email me if you want to share your stories at suze at withyoupodcasts.co. That's S-U-S at withyoupodcasts.co. My love to you all and thanks for stopping by.